1: Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into to DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Damn, they're cooking Justin in the comments, bro. <laughs> Justin did a great job yesterday. <laughs> Welcome back, though, man.
0: Thank you. It's great to be back. Um, a little work-twerk combo in Vegas. It was good. It was good. But I miss talking Buffs.
1: Hell yeah, man! We'll be back out there in a week, in a week basically.
0: Yeah, I know that's that's a tough thing. It's gonna be a serious recovery process. I need like a cold tub, <laughs> ice and stim, yeah. you know, all that, all that stuff, yeah, to give me a back in the right mind frame to go
1: back in. I guess it'd be what ten days, nine days. I mean, media days on Friday. Mountain West starts next Wednesday and Thursday. Um. We need to talk about this, by the way, <laughs> once we get done with the show. Okay.
0: Everyone wants to talk to me about something today. It's crazy.
1: Well, man, you were gone for a <laughs> while. What can we say? Uh, and My I phone t- still works. <laughs> well, I want to talk to you about a few things that you may have missed. Yeah, let's do that. Um, the first one being Pat Shermer. And when oh, this yeah. came down, obviously, we have the Broncos crossover with a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. A lot of people freaked out. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Analyst role.
0: Yeah, I got people like tagging me in this on Twitter, being like, sorry about this news, man. Like, really tough. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this works. Um, It's almost impossible for an analyst to have a negative impact. Mm -hmm. Like, their job, and I saw you kind of articulate this well on Twitter, which is just like, who, there's no defined exact role of what an analyst does. Right. But their job is just to provide resources and help. In whatever way they can and the coaching staff can take it or leave it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um it might be a self-scouting type of thing where they're sending him film of their offense in practice and he's saying okay i like this i don't like this Mm -hmm. here's a strength here's a weakness whatever it might be he's watching other teams and saying hey here is you know what they like to do on offense if i was calling this offense i would not like it if the defense did this those sort of things it also could be literally play design, just throwing out plays saying, Hey, thought of this. Yeah. What do you think? Mm-hmm. All of that is just help, just help. It's an extra set of eyes from a guy who has been in the league for many, many, many years worked with Andy Reed, you know, all of these things. Like this is a positive thing. If he was the offensive coordinator, I would be. I, we would have a whole other conversation. Yes. 100. He is an analyst. He is here to help, and he has a lot of information in his brain that can help.
1: Well said. Um, I already kind of covered it all. Do you have anything else on Pat Shermer before we move on? No. We got another offensive tackle. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah. Jeremiah McCrimmon, who comments, don't get mad at me. He's six six. Got to get that straight. uh Oh, what happened? I said he was six four, and. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> shouldn't have done that uh but 6'6 six, six. he played community college out of mississippi he was enrolled at mississippi state uh for our, i don't even know for the entire season but committed there initially went to uh juco and now he's a buff love it
0: the uh, big body too i was just gonna say more bodies um, more competition more reps all of this stuff um keep keep loading up I, were you gonna touch on northwestern
1: we can talk about Northwestern. Well,
0: I was just going to say, you know, we talked about how Coach Prime is kind of holding some scholarships in his back pocket. Oh yeah, the transfer portal is now open to all players at Northwestern. Yep. So, I was thinking offensive line, honestly, when it, when I thought of that. For sure. Um, and that could be uh, that could be that could be big.
1: Yep. Um, another thing, and this one is one I'm looking forward to talking to you about. Des Demoy Kennedy uh, had an interview. And he was talking about CU strength program, compared it to Alabama's, said they teach technique better at Colorado. And some people lost their minds. Some people, hmm, who could it be? Alabama fans? Yes. <laughs> but also just, I saw it a lot on Twitter, just like general like coaches and college football people. Again, just not paying attention to CU, seeing the quote and going, there's no way. Why would he say this? Probably bitter he left Alabama, blah, blah, blah.
0: It's always wild when someone responds to a question mm-hmm. and people get all up in arms about it. Um, like, it, even if he's just lying, which I don't think he is. Yeah. But even if he was, like, yeah, of course, he's going to gas up his new team. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone does. Um, you know, if a player goes from playing with Tom Brady to playing with Joe Flacco, they're not just gonna be like, yeah, it's a huge adjustment trying to play with. Like, they're gonna be like, Joe's arm blows Tom's out of the water, you know, something crazy like that, which it actually probably does. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, you're always gonna, you know, give props to the program that you're a part of. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we're talking about the strength and conditioning coach from Georgia. Yes. You know, the only school. Better than Alabama recently is <laughs> Georgia. Georgia. So it's not like they just pulled some guy off the streets of Boulder right. <laughs> and said, Hey, come teach us your hippie ways on how to lift. No, they brought in the best of the best. And it's absolutely believable that the technique
1: training clicks more for Des Moines. Right. But you watch these YouTube channels, Reach the People Well Off, the pregame show. And you see Coach Mo like intensely breaking down drills. Like he'll have guys repeat stuff, just making sure it's all right technique wise and body mechanic wise. Like, why like it's right down it's right there for you to see. Mm-hmm. Like everything else is. Mm-hmm. And these people just, I don't know, they make these assumptions and these words, and it's hilarious because uh, it makes me think of what Coach Prime said. I'm going to let you all keep going because you can sure like top yourself in terms of stupidity.
0: They love to hate. They really do. They, lo- they live to hate.
1: Yes, they do. Unfortunately. Uh, did you watch that the pregame show Coach Prime Zoom call? I did.
0: That was really good. It was really good. Um, yeah, Coach Prime was in his bag. Yeah, he was. Uh, and there were so many good little tidbits in there. It's almost hard to zoom in on one. Right. Um, but I love i love him talking about how he keeps the receipts oh yeah um and i love him kind of talking about how he watches everything i know and we we had kind of heard that that was true um and hearing him talk about it you know mm-hmm. in that interview um was was very interesting just because it was like oh yeah that's exactly what we
1: heard right <laughs> yeah i mean he was talking to neely and uh you know when he's talking about. You know you guys talking about the i guess media or people who make content on this team it was cool to hear him say that though Mm -hmm. what's up coach Mm -hmm. thanks for watching (laughs) (laughs) all right uh shout out to shadors number two are you on a shadors number two withdrawal now after your trip
0: yes i should have brought like a travel pack with me
1: that's what we need to do probably (laughs) uh shadors number two the tomato based rich thick sweet molasses style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fire heat Finishes with a subtle smoky note. Chat's been getting in on it. I've been seeing pictures on Twitter all over the place. Everyone loves Shador's number two. Go to PLBSE.com, use the code all city, all caps all one word at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order of number two. You've been away for a while. How's the spirit of the buffs though? Oh, good question. Let me look.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Still full, strong.
1: It's on full tilt. Incredible. Go to Saturday Neon. The company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED signs and based out of Denver. Um, they're all high quality materials backed by a two year warranty shipped with everything you need to mount power and dim. So every sign is easy to install and operate. Uh, they've got Colorado. They've got 19 select schools officially licensed. Go to Saturday Use the code DMVR. You'll get 10 percent off. Of your order today. And you get free shipping on orders over 200 bucks.
0: Not only no hat Jake, but haircut Jake.
1: Yep. Looking good. Thanks, man. All right. 247 uh, put out like uh, most improved football teams. That did was you a, see this?
0: They did most improved units. Is that what you're talking I'm gonna about? I'm going to get to this. Oh, yes. okay, okay, okay. But they did... Like, I didn't see the most improved teams.
1: So though. they did the, a top 10. So you came in at seven. It was like... stop me if you heard this texas a&m at number one most improved yeah (laughs) after they lost all those (laughs) what yeah okay uh wisconsin was up there i'm going off the top of my head i want to say miami i think may have been up there too nebraska was up there i think c was ahead of them okay but seventh and then they released this article uh, a few days ago from raymond lucas jr College football Texas LSU defenses among most improved units ahead of 2023 season. The very first unit he talks about, Colorado on both sides yeah. of the ball,
0: offense and defense, yes. most improved units. The entire team. Yep. That's facts.
1: It is facts. Um talks about the 51 transfers. Uh Travis Hunter makes a little blurb. But I mean he basically just said that Colorado is going to be the most improved team in the country. <laughs>
0: Colorado is hands down going to be the most improved team in the country. It's not even close. Like, I don't, I I can't put it any more blatantly. It's, it's a lock that Colorado will be the most improved team in the country. If for no other reason than their room for improvement is greater than damn near every other team in the country, right? You could make the argument. They were the worst team in the country last year. And they are going to be a far cry from that this year. It's not even
1: going to be recognizable.
0: In in you know record and all that, maybe there's a team that improves six games. Although I have a very hard time believing that. Um, But it will be an absolute shocker to me if there's a team that improves more than Colorado.
1: I agree. Um, I mean, a lot of teams in this, it's like Clemson's offense, Notre Dame's offense, Oklahoma's defense, Wisconsin's offense, Texas's defense. They do have USC's defense on this, though. Do you believe they could actually be better?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they could. They brought in players. Yeah. Um, They have a lot of room for improvement on that side of the ball as well
1: um this well-off video so on thursday after um uh, we went and hung out with neely this video from well-off dropped basically just trench warfare
0: oh yes i watched this and they were going at it man they were they were and it was funny watching them chirp back and forth also i was a little concerned about the surface a lot of slipping yeah uh, i don't know what they can do or if they have the right cleats on for that
1: yeah not sure um there was actually quite a lot of slipping now yes I think back, uh, it looked like the super bowl um, <laughs> but guys that stood out, Bishop Thomas. Yep. How explosive and how quick is that first step? Because yeah. my God, Bishop Thomas. I don't know how to explain
0: this, but he's exactly what I thought he was. Yep. Like when I watch these videos, I'm like, yep. yeah, he's like, he's he's a dog. He's kind, I might even say he's a pit bull. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Did it, you see
1: the Jerry West quote? No. He said he was talking about that. He's like, you know, I hear a bunch of people. Uh, you know the word that always comes up is dogs I was a wolf I ate dogs <laughs> oh my
0: god that's actually a banger quote from <laughs> is an old it not? guy um wow um but yeah you know he's energized he has he's energetic he talks um you know he has all the all the makings um but yeah you're gonna have to help me with the the player bishop thomas is easily recognizable yep. but some of the other guys especially a couple of the offensive line standouts i was like i don't know who this is
1: uh landon bb i thought was playing well he was uh, taking reps at center okay i was wondering who that was now i know who you're talking about yep and then van had a couple reps that yep. we saw and he looked pretty good there uh the next guy i've written down though was tank again yep i mean yep. just so smooth for how big he is yep um and then chance main my god <laughs> That guy's powerful. Dude, he's huge. <laughs> he's he massive. is
0: huge. He looks like he's going to go into like WWE or something after football. Um, and then, of course, he had the video that went viral yesterday right, of him doing the power clean. I think that's what that's called. Yep. Um, and, you know, then, that of course, the haters came out on that one. They're like, he's not even holding the bar at the top. He didn't finish the rep.
1: Bro, the hardest part of getting the power cleanup is literally just the catch. Yes. Like, <laughs> and he just launched it off of him. Yes. That's oh, crazy. Um, but he had, Darius, I think, interviewed him on Reach the People yesterday as well. Mm. Chance Main. I mean, the last I Chance U stuff's coming out.
0: Yep. I liked us uh, going back to Tank. I liked Coach Prime in that uh, Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> being like, I didn't know he's called Tank. Like, I love that.
1: Do you think he found that out from this show?
0: I don't know. No, I think... He said it was with a, some with an interview with Neely. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but I think that we've we've kept that rolling
1: for sure. Um, but that's about it. That's to me, I guess. Uh, Amari McNeil, I think, had a few nice reps. I don't know if you could pick him out. Jordan mm-hmm. Dominic had some nice pass rushing reps.
0: I I did pick out Amari McNeil. Every once in a while, you know, they have the shirts with their name on the back. Yeah, and then like I'll remember a guy from like four clips that. Didn't have that. And then there'll be like another video. I'm like, oh, that's yep. who that was.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, was like, piecing it together. There's an offensive lineman like Re- Resnick? Ben Resnick. How the how the hell are
0: you? How the hell are you? <laughs> he had a couple good reps. He did. Where would he come from?
1: Uh, he's been on the roster. He's a walk-on. Okay. How the hell are you? <laughs> uh, a guy we didn't see, though, was Tyler Brown. And he attended... Duke Manyweather's O-Line uh, Mastermind Summit. Oh, nice. Lane Johnson was there. Um, Creed Humphrey was there. I and think who it, went for the Buffs? Uh, Tyler Brown. Okay, nice. Uh, Ikem Akwanu was there. I think there was over like 200 guys there, coaches, players. That's sick. Uh, Tyler talked about it in that well-off video, just about taking notes and how much he learned at that, and I could only imagine because that that's where he needs to be. Yeah, it's where everyone maybe needs to be. For sure. Um, but let's talk offensive line again, real quick. Of these like underdogs, I guess you know you've got Amari McNeil. Uh, does Bishop Thomas even count as an underdog? I yes. Guess? Chance Main, um, Kyrie Mans. Who do you think could be the breakout guy? Looks like Chance Main is leading the clubhouse right now.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he's the main guy. I would <laughs> say um, you got to take a chance on him. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. I'm excited for him. It feels like his teammates are really rallying around him. But I think ev- almost everyone on that line is a quote-unquote breakout candidate. Right. There's no one left over from last year who was like an established baller. Yep. Um, I guess you would say like if we're talking the whole kind of front, then Jordan Dominic wouldn't be a breakout candidate. Right. Um But damn near everyone else is a candidate to break out. And I think that's a, a um, powerful thing because all these guys are so hungry. Yep. And you're seeing that um, in the weight room. You're seeing that in the reps. You're seeing that in the practices is these guys all feel like they have something to prove. And then together as a unit, they have something to prove. Definitely. And then you go larger to the team. They have something to prove. And it's just like this mentality of trying to prove everyone wrong is really just um just flowing through the team
1: right now it's infectious
0: yes it is and so i, I think all of those guys have a, have a real chance but um i think you start with chance main in terms of a story yeah he's got a great story as a breakout candidate and he's he looks extremely driven um and then you know Bishop, I would I would I would put him right up there. Um, Amari McNeil, I'll
1: throw out Ty Jolston. Ty I Jol... he looks great too. Huge. Yeah, I was shocked by his size. Yep, he looks big, man. Um, who could be the best overall offensive lineman out of this group? Van Wells was all PFF freshman team last year. Tyler Brown was all SWAC. Uh, Tank progressed nicely throughout the season. I mean, even Savion Washington's coming oh, in. Shane Cooks is a good one. Was he in that video? Shane Cooks was in that video. He had some nice reps as well. Okay. Only a handful. Um, that's just the offensive side. Who do you think is the best, you know, your best offensive lineman on this team after the season? Tyler Brown. I agree. Yep. I think that, uh, I mean, we've obviously seen the progression, not only in his game and body, but... This guy is now learning from some of the very best to ever play the game and was already playing at an all-conference level last year. And dare I say, I think he could probably do it again this year. And he's so mature. He really is.
0: And I I, I value that so much on a college football team. And a lot of these guys are mature, but mm-hmm. he is, like, on another level. Yep. Um, and I think he knows exactly what he has to do to be great. And he won't settle for less.
1: Right. Uh, defensive side of the ball, Jordan Dominic was like the star transfer. He's probably up there. Shane Koch's becoming a captain of the team. Uh, you could throw in Derek McClendon. We haven't seen too terribly much from Leonard Payne, but we project him as a starter. Uh, we mentioned Amari McNeil. Who's the best defensive lineman after this season? We're counting an, anyone on the front? Mm-hmm. Shane Cooks. I agree as well. Yep. <laughs> I think that uh, I mean, look we're, at his stats. We're too, in we're too
0: much show. in lockstep. We need to argue more. Well, I I'm mean, just
1: kidding. This guy, he I think he was an All Ivy League player too. He was. So he comes in another grad transfer with one year, and I love that about the defensive front. How many guys just have one year? Yeah. You talk about that hunger, uh, whatever you just mentioned. You know, in terms of uh, the chip on your shoulder, you're damn straight this defensive front has it.
0: Yeah. There's no. All right, well, this guy's in front of me, but he's a senior, so I'll get in there next year. And There's a couple situations like that, but for a lot of these guys, it's all eyes are on us. I have to be on that field so I can prove that I belong.
1: For sure. Um, The other thing that came out, CU's been promoting this 100 years of Folsom Field. Did you watch those videos? Watched a few of them. Um, What a place. It's pretty crazy. What a man. venue! Um, amazing. Your favorite memory at Folsom?
0: It's got to be sixty-two thirty-six, mm-hmm. um, because that is truly when I fell in love. Like that's like a life that changed my life. Yeah, legitimately changed the course of my life. Um, that day uh, in Folsom Field. So I, I have so many. Like you, you know, when people talk about core memory. It's such a core memory. I remember everything about it. Yeah. Like the smell, the sounds, the things they played on the video board. Um, I sat in one seat in the first half and a different seat in the second half, and I still remember all of that. Like, I remember what I ate. It's just like everything is there. Yeah. And it was perfect, perfect day.
1: Uh, I feel like I've yet to see my favorite memory at Folsom Field. <laughs> Cal. that's literally all i have i will throw out the nebraska game from when they played at folsom uh last i can't remember what year it was that was just such a great game and i remember where i was watching that too yeah
0: that one was great um we beat georgia my freshman year of college with uh aj green that was sick
1: so many good ones And many more to come. I
0: remember a walk-off touchdown that Joel Klatt uh, threw to Ron Monte against Kansas State. That was like really, really electric, charge the field type of moment. I could do this all day.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, Let's get to your questions. Guys, hit that thumbs up button while you're at it as well. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd appreciate your five-star review. A
0: few years after sixty two thirty six, we beat them 65-51. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Crazy shootout.
1: Uh, what year was that?
0: Oh, man. I'm going to guess the late 2000s. Okay. 2008? I'm guessing.
1: Uh, shout out to Backus and Shanker. Here for you when you get hurt. They've been helping Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. And they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, pedestrian, rideshare, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Smash that Shador line. 222-2222. Find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. And then Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Bus Podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. Been our go to spot all summer and we hope it's been yours as well. Right now you can go pick up a bucket of high noons for just twenty two bucks. Make sure you follow Legal Pete's on Instagram and stay updated with all their big events and deals going down this summer. Uh Legal Pete's the best place around. Your go to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. It was two thousand seven. Okay. I was close. I'll have to dig into that one. Let's just look at a couple
0: stats here. <laughs> all right. Wow I expected more Hugh Charles 33 carries 169 yards three touchdowns that'll
1: do seems like a lot of Colorado running backs just have amazing games against the Cornhuskers how did they score so many points I guess they had
0: four running backs score a touchdown oh no three running backs and and
1: Cody Hawkins ran one in anyways questions What's up, Jays? Shador turned down going to the Manning camp because he said he couldn't miss two days with his team to build chemistry. He just fits his nickname, Groan. Yeah, that was impressive to hear, too.
0: Yeah, I I wonder what the Manning reaction is to that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I love that. I love that about Shador. He can't imagine being away from his teammates while they're
1: grinding. But he's right, though. Like, this team, there's so many new pieces. He's Uh, the leader of it. He has to be here. Mm Mm-hmm. Every
0: it. moment matters because they have a finite amount of time before they have to go take the field against a team that was in the national championship last year.
1: Yep. Not really that team, but. But still. The school. Right. Um, Mark Lane, any more news on the Nike shoes? Other than the Neely video, not much. Yep. Um, you can do this next one from Ken, Alyssa. Did JB change his position? I thought I heard in the well-off video them saying he wasn't with the group anymore. I I think they were
0: just screwing with him.
1: I heard he's playing exclusively off-ball now.
0: Okay. Wait. Really? Yeah. That is shocking.
1: He did play both last year. Okay. for whatever reason, I think he's focusing on just off-ball linebacker.
0: Very interesting.
1: I love his first step, though. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see.
0: I thought they were talking about, like, I thought they were referencing when they were, like, huddling up
1: and they wouldn't let him in. Uh, (laughs) Oh. I mean, maybe if he's not uh, with the edge rushers anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Velcan, is Jack Bailey still on the offensive line? I'd imagine so. Yep. Don't know why he wouldn't be. Angelo, what's up? What room would you like to sit in and chill out with? Running backs, wide receivers, secondary, linebackers? (laughs) Okay, what room would you like to drink some cold ones with? <laughs> oh,
0: well, those are the same to me. Uh, who I want to <laughs> hang with, who I want to drink beers with. Um, oh, man, that defensive line group was tough to, <laughs> tough to go against. And you against. get Coach Sal. Oh, wow. And Nick Williams? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably where I lean. I mean, you do get Travis and Cormani if you go s- corners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're allowed to go secondary, then you get to uh, include Shiloh. That right. might sway things, but I don't think you can s- pick the secondary. Um, so yeah, that would be uh, that would be mine.
1: If I get Travis, I'm taking the wide receivers. Travis, Jimmy, Xavier Weaver, Yep. Caleb. Yeah, uh, Mary Miller, Adam Hopkins, Adam Hopkins, Tarveris
0: Dawson, who apparently
1: fastest of them all ran faster
0: than Dylan Edwards last week.
1: And how about Xavier Weaver too?
0: Yep, yep. And then did you see Des Demoy
1: Kennedy was like third? Yep. That guy is going to be a sideline to sideline menace. <sighs> it's
0: been it's been far too. I uh, No, it hasn't. Nate Landman was a dog, um, but Colorado has a great linebacker tradition. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope Des Moines is the next one.
1: Could be him, could be JB, could be Levante Bentley. Yep. A lot of players. Uh, How many scholarships are left? I don't know right now. Um, Just because a lot of these commitments have come in and we don't get to hear if they're preferred walk-ons or scholarships at this point. So I'm kind of just waiting for the school to update the roster. Yep. James wants to know what your favorite Buffs memory from a road game is.
0: Hmm, it's really hard for me to go against uh, 2018 Nebraska mm-hmm. just because it was with a huge group of friends. It was like the best one since I've been able to like live it up. Yeah, um, so that one was great. I've talked about it before. Like we kind of t- there were so many Buffs fans out there and we kind of took over the city on Friday night and then we really took over the city on Saturday night. Um, and it was just it was incredible it was mm-hmm. incredible you know you win basically on a in last second beautiful throw lavisca chennault makes the play to score the touchdown like just one of those uh
1: you couldn't have, you couldn't have drawn it up any better hopefully uh this tcu game ranks very high up there yes
0: this is going to be crazy bro the numbers of people that are going to be hanging out with us out there is
1: i'm saying bro it's going to be colorado's seventh home game this year
0: yes yes and we're going to have probably over triple digits just with us
1: yep uh Mill, who is this boxer guy that wants to help the team train i don't know he just appeared in that uh well off video i think yesterday did you see that i thought i watched all of them well offer of reach the people. I can't remember which one, but some guys like help him work out the team. They put up his Instagram on the, I think he's a student at CU. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah.
1: Production uh, student or something like that. I saw that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find out very soon. Alfredi, um, Jake and RK with all the CU players making top 10 list. Do you think the haters are starting to respect CU? No, no, <laughs> not even close.
0: There's nothing that they can do to make them, res- the haters respect them. If there's anything I've learned... But they can get them to shut up.
1: Right. But if there's anything I've learned in the last seven months, we just keep moving the goalposts. Oh, yeah. They beat TCU. It's eh. Then we finally mentioned, no, they lost Garrett Riley. They lost all these players. Mm -hmm. This wasn't the same team, even Mm -hmm. though they're 20-point favorites. Nebraska beat some... It's Matt Rule's first year. Yep. Beat CSU. They're 3-0 going into USC. Oh, it's just a soft non-conference schedule. It goes on and on, it, and on. it'll
0: always be something it's always it'll always be something
1: someone's saying that's the wrong guy
0: okay that's i don't know. i saw that. that
1: guy um then i don't know who we're talking about then i'll have to go back and watch eric of the post spring game guys now on campus who are your favorite personality wise that we've seen from the well-off deep fury game show reach the people videos bishop is a character love mcclendon's vibe Do you have any new favorites yet
0: I want to make sure I think this through. I think it's Bishop.
1: Yeah. I've been really liking Willie Gaines when he's on camera.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is good too. What else?
1: Mm. I like the the how the hell are you guys right now? Oh yeah. <laughs> Might have to
0: start the show that the that <laughs> way now.
1: Um, who else Jaquez I think Jaquez is pretty entertaining too. yes
0: for sure goodness gracious those corners are big they are very big man every time I see them doing those one-on-ones I'm just
1: like yep those guys are huge they are massive uh John just curious have you guys heard of Jamil Burroughs Alabama DT who is transferring I'm sure uh, our boy Eric Morse
0: tagged us on twitter when probably he was. yeah
1: <laughs> uh let me see i can tell you that this guy was a three star in the 2020 class or four star 247 sports composite in the 2020 recruiting class from georgia this is his recruiting pro- profile from 2020 62323 sheesh yeah
0: bring him in i want to see who who hits the portal from northwestern that's going to be exciting yep.
1: Uh, Hey, guys, how did you... Did did you you give your opinions on the OT McCrimmon that just committed? If not, what do you think? Yeah, we talked about him a bit. Yep. Um, Another hungry kid. I mean, this is the guy, I don't know if you remember, we talked about him last week, that Adam article. He was considering joining the Buffs. Like, he was living in North Carolina. His cousin hit him up like, hey, you should check out the Buffs camp, blah, blah, blah. Now he ends up committing. Yeah.
0: It's really cool. Speaking of committing, in Mississippi State... Sato. Yes, yeah. Zico
1: to Mississippi State. How do you feel? Wish him the best. Yeah. Wish him the best. I Don't actually see. think it's a pretty solid landing spot. It's for him. a
0: great landing spot, especially that he lasted so long. Mm-hmm. I was a little getting a little worried, so I'm glad he landed yep. in the SEC, and I, I hope he balls out.
1: Playing in that air raid. You yep. can put up some numbers. Uh, Is that all we got? I think that's about it. Good to have you back, man.
0: Great to be back. Great to see everyone. Can't wait to do it again tomorrow.
1: Yep. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.